This No Jobs podcast episode is brought to you by Top Gun Backblades. All right, here we go, Snow Jobs Nation, episode 51 of the Snow Jobs podcast, powered by Top Gun Backblades, is off and running. As always, I'm sick as a dog, Steve. I'm talking to the juice box guy. That's right, and I'm always joined by my main man, the Rick James of Snow Management, but for now, snowless Joe Jackson, Jeremy Lidstrom. One of the baddest motherfuckers of all time. One of the best singers, one of the best looking motherfuckers you've ever seen. Hold my drink, bitch. Jeremy, what is up, brother? This guy. Dude, how bad do I sound? Uh, not bad. I mean, you could probably use some whiskey or some bourbon or something. Maybe help you throw it. A little bit better, right? Than the last couple days. Yeah, yeah, you're. Yeah, one day you're pretty bad. So yeah, it sounded way better. So. All right. Good enough. What's going on? What's new in Fargo? Nothing. We still have no snow. No nothing snow. All, huh? Nope. Nope. Nothing on the radar. Nothing coming. Yeah. But uh, boring. I think it's boring, more boring than normal. Okay. Well, that's not a good thing. That's not a good thing. We're, we're all watching Jeremy carefully. You know, snow is his identity, and not having snow is, you know, Mitchell's sending a plane for you, I hear. You know, he's going to yeah. fly you somewhere, right? The, the, yeah, I'll go wait at the airport for it. Yeah, sure the, the imaginary plane is coming. Yeah, that guy. Oh, man. We have an imaginary plane, too. If we're going to go with imaginary stuff, let's just go. We have an imaginary G5. Sure. Yeah, we're ready. We got a jet. If we oh, had it, I'd, be, I'd be using it. That's for sure. There you go. Yeah, flying all over celebrity. We did get some celebrity push requests for you. Did you? Where? I yeah. Uh, what, Colorado? I think it was Colorado. Well, I should have went. What the fuck? I'll forward it to you. Yeah, I think well, uh, we did get a celebrity late, no. push request. I no, they're gotten snow like every other day. The Rockies. Huh. Yeah, they're uh, cool. they're getting a lot of snow. It's it's just Fargo. The snow dome is in full effect over Fargo. <laughs> Yeah. Oh well, it happens. Isn't yeah. didn't you say like somewhere close to you, like an hour away or something, has like eighteen inches of snow so far? Yeah, just Grand Forks Northwest. They say they got like eighteen for the season and yeah, we're at like six point five or six point six. So yeah. Pretty uh That's no bueno. No, no bueno for fun, Jeremy. It's uh I mean we get these half inch or eighth inch increments when we get the salters out and I guess we got to put another full push out last Saturday morning for uh, half inch or whatever it was, but just more or less burning edges and making tracks. So, yep, yep, good. All right, well, I mean, at least you it's, had a busy week, though. You had a busy we week, we did, yeah, yeah. Three pushes in 11 days, so uh, yeah, we're we're doing all right. They, they're getting smaller and smaller in increments, so that's good. You know, we started off with the whopper and then we got into a more manageable, you know, three and a half inches, and then I think yesterday was like two and a half inches, so the boys uh made record time yesterday. You know, I do want to apologize to everybody out there for my voice today. And uh, if you hear a cough or two that I can't mute out, I do apologize. You know, I've been sick as a dog here for, God, what, four or five weeks now, just on and off, getting worse, can't beat it out. And yeah, you're pretty bad. It, yeah, there was a couple of days I was pretty bad. But uh, but the snow must go on, as they say, you know, so we don't want to let you guys down and not drop an episode on Monday. So uh, here we are, you know, uh, but, you know, as Jeremy said, we have had a, a busy, you know, week and a half there. So before I started, I just wanted to give a shout out to my guys. You know, we've pushed three times in 11 days. So it's been a pretty busy two weeks for us when you consider that every time it snows for us, it's at least two days of work, sometimes three. So very proud of my guys at all hands. And we have not had a full 
A-team storm yet where we've had everybody in the right place in the right seat that they're intended for max efficiency. Uh, but the guys have all stepped up seamlessly. They've gotten done whatever has been asked to them. You know, no, no matter what position we've asked them to go to and, and handle, they've done it. So, you know, I want to give a shout out to Eric, uh, who's been running a skid for us the past two storms instead of managing his finished work crew. Uh, he's been doing a great job. You know, Connor stepped up and ran the finished work crew for him. And, you know, those guys all just busted their asses. So Chris, Sean, Brandon, you know, Trent, Tyler, Colin, and the newcomer James, you know, crushed it on his first storm last night with us. Uh, we got John back after a two-year uh, vacation, uh, and he has proven to be just as much of a ninja with the SSV as he was with the old Snow Raiders we had. You know, uh, they've just been outstanding. You know, on the other side of town, we got Rush and Matt just continue to grind out and produce. They're uh, they're just incredible with what they do for us. And, uh, you know, there is no all hands without every single one of those guys, and uh, they always go above and beyond, never complain. So I want to thank them for keeping my stress levels manageable, right? And uh, also, you know, another guy we can't live without, you know, uh, Joe at Snow Fountain in Pleasant Valley. I can literally call that dude at any time, day or night, on his cell. He will answer. And I say, bro, I need a salt resupply now. And he's like, dude, I already left. I'm on my way. So, you know, big thanks to all those guys. You know, we couldn't do it without them. And, uh, yeah, like Jeremy said, it's been a busy couple weeks here. I think we uh, might – Tuesday get something else, maybe a little snow, maybe a little ice, but then I think we get a week off. So we'll uh, we'll retool, fix uh, hopefully the uh, couple little breakages we've had, and we'll move on. So, gang, winter 2024 has finally showed up in the last few weeks for most of the country except for Fargo, as we've heard, and Minnesota. Uh, I think Jordan Smith said they have like three inches up there so far. Yes. Yeah. Pretty yeah. much it. Yeah. No good. I mean, Mitchell's going to Nebraska, right? Because he's got no snow. Yeah, he's going to Nebraska, but yeah. Very cool. Well, I don't believe much of whatever Mitchell says. We all know that. Oh, Jesus. I can't <laughs> Here believe we go. Mitchell. Don't make me laugh. I'll start coughing. You know, I know but for the listen, rest of I know he listens, so I got to rip him every time. So, yeah. Yep, he does. He definitely listens. But for the rest of the snow-pushing free world, you know, winter has come in, you know, just throwing overhand rights and haymakers trying to knock us down. But in true snow jobs, nation fashion, all the boys across the country have just continued to do their thing, basically while flipping Mother Nature the bird. You know, uh, it's it's been good seeing all the videos coming in and the clips. It's been a, if you follow our stories on Instagram, we repost everything that we're sent, most everything. You know, if guys send us twelve frigging clips in one day, we're not going to repost all twelve. Not going to happen. Probably ten. Maybe maybe nine to ten out of twelve. But uh, if you've been paying attention to that, you know, obviously it's been busy out there. There's a lot of guys pushing snow right now across this country uh, in the last week or two. So last week we uh, talked to some of my fellow Northeast snow fighters about the Nor'easter that hit North, you know, the Northeast the week after the new year right there. You know, and then on the heels of that, the Midwest got a few systems that dumped a ton of snow on a number of states, you know, over a few days time. So Jeremy and I figured, you know, let's do another one and talk to uh, the guys in the Midwest about that storm. So with us today, we got Dave and Blazik from Elements Lawn and Snow in Wisconsin. We got Jason and Ty Serpian from SV Enterprises in Illinois. And one of the great personalities in Lawn and Snow circles, as well as Instagram, a bell shit, people, Cruise of Law Enforce in Milwaukee. So before we get into that with these guys, let's hear from Top Gun and we'll do our week in review. Gentlemen, let me tell you about the best kept secret in the snow game, Top Gun Backblades. 
Our All-American blade is the largest and strongest pickup truck plow on planet Earth. We're talking about a 16 to 20 foot wide blade that makes other snow plows look like toys. This is what peak efficiency feels like. Now, you can do more with less. We're currently offering the Fly High Edition plows with exclusive perks in honor of our late founder, Jason Yonkers. Quantities are extremely limited. Ask about our new skid steer attachment. Get your order started at topgunblades.com or check us out on Instagram and YouTube at Top Gun Blades. Welcome to Team Top Gun. All right, we're back. So the week in review. What did we do last week, Jay? Mr. Doyle's calling me right now. Oh, oh yeah, he's getting some surprise snow shower or something. Yeah, right? I sent, I sent, I sent his uh, his little comments he was putting on our group chat over to Nick at the weather guys there. The way to go. Yeah, nice. I sent him a screenshot. They like that. So. Well, he made me nervous for a second. I looked out the window. I'm like, wait a minute. If Doyle's getting snow showers, we might be getting them because those lake effect bands are coming, you know, east to west or west to east rather. But uh, I got nothing here, so we should be all right. So last week we dropped episode 50. We talked to a few of the boys, like we said, from the northeast, nor'easter that hit us. Uh, it was cool to hear how each of the guys got through it, hear how the storm was different for each of them. You know, we want to thank Matt Young, Frank Salvatoriello, and Mike Santalucito for joining us and giving us their experiences with that nor'easter. That was a big, big pain in the ass. That dropped a lot of heavy stuff on a lot of guys. Let's see what else you want to do. Metal plus demo update. You know, we'll, we'll both talk about how we're doing. Yeah, mine's sitting in a warm shop. Yours has a bullet dent in it, like the Arctic Army shooting at the thing going down the road, huh? Yeah, that was there when I got it. I got pictures of it. It was, but it, it was, it's a cool story. You know, look at this. Yeah. These guys hate this so much they're shooting at it. Probably, yeah. There's only it does look here. like you can't deny it. It does look like a bullet hole. Yeah, it does. Definitely does. It's awesome. Well, on my end, I've had three storms to push so far with three different types of snow and snowfall totals. Still no leaking fittings, still no broken hydraulic lines. So a win's a win. Yeah. Still think you're absolutely a nut job if you're saying it scrapes better than an Arctic. It doesn't. But, uh, you know, it definitely has its place. With the two little storms, I was able to do a lot of detail work that, uh, you know, would have been a little tougher with the Arctic. So I like that. And I will, you know, always say that the same thing I said last week, that what you can do with it while stacking, you know, you can't compare to an Arctic because you, you can't do the same things with an Arctic you can do with the Metal Plus while you're stacking. But that's about it. As always, guys, DM us your short video clips and pics of your trucks and equipment, your crew, whatever. You know, show us what they're doing at work, you know, so we can start making our, our Snow Jobs Nation reels again to showcase what all you guys do out there. You know, send them to the Snow Jobs Podcast, dot, uh, you know, just the Snow Jobs Podcast on Instagram. You can email them to us, but that's not really going to work real well. So just DM them on Instagram and we'll get you in the reels. What else? We got uh, Josh Gomez, East Coast Facilities episode should be recorded, you know, sometime in the next two weeks. It's been a tough time trying to get our three schedules to mesh up. You know, it's been hard because since the snow started flying, you know, ECF, is not only tending to their own sites, but they've been going all over the damn place doing emergency site reclaims for sites yeah. that have like total clown show failures on them. Yeah, you know, they've, been, they've been a little busy. They've been you know. busy. They have been absolutely busy. Failing people you know, are taking shit over that people can't fulfill their jobs on. How, how do you like, I mean, some of the things we're hearing, like how do you leave a site like a giant distribution center with just six inches of snow in below freezing temperatures, it just turns to nothing but ice. How do you leave? How do you do that as a contractor? Just look out the windshield and keep going. Exactly. Like, it looks like they just quit. They made two passes and said, oh, shit, we're in over our heads. And they're, okay, we're done. Yeah. Like, what the hell? 
Yeah, we'll, we'll have some good stories on that, I guarantee Yeah, you I think that's, yeah, th- this episode is getting better by the minute, actually. Every snowstorm that happens, there's more to talk about. So uh, look for that sometime in the next two weeks, guys. We will definitely be letting you know when we can set it up. You know, hopefully I feel a lot better and have a voice by that point again. But, uh, yeah, I think that's about it, Jay. You got anything else other than the usual, you know, go to Snow Jobs Nation store, buy your merch, and keep hitting that like, subscribe button, you know, whatever platform you're listening yeah, that's about it. No, we're just, uh, yeah, there wasn't much to review this week for me. All right. So. Jeremy's got nothing. No snow in Fargo, so it's a dull, dull week in review. So let's hear from Muskox and Hilltip, and we'll bring in the boys when we come back. See you in 60. Hey, guys, Steve here. We're always looking for ways to save on labor and increase safety for our people. Last year, I purchased a game-changing snowblower from my company that does just that. It's called the Muskox. Patented back drag feature and design lets us get right up to our HOA garage doors and tight spots, clean them all right down to the pavement without scratching. This beast can also scrape hard pack going forward if you needed to. It's truly a dual threat blower. Give Muskox a call. Their staff are extremely knowledgeable and have been amazing with us. Muskox, snowblowers that back drag. Hilltip's patented line of ice striker spreaders and spray striker sprayers are revolutionizing the winter services industry. Equipped with our H-Track system, contractors can see exactly how much material is being applied anywhere on a customer's property. Work sites can be geofenced and assigned to a controller so that the correct amount of material is always applied. A two-way GPRS communication channel allows for remote adjustment of a machine's settings from any device anywhere in the world. To learn more, visit www.hilltipna.com. All right, gang, we're back. We're back. So let's get into it. I, I was able to have a few coughing fits while the commercials were rolling. So that was good. Got that out of my system. Let's welcome to the show without further ado, the Serpians from SB- SV Enterprises. We got David from Elements and a bell from Law Force. Guys, welcome. How are we doing? David, unmute your mic, buddy. There we go. He's got, go. He, he's got, a, he's got a Packer game to watch, right? Yep. Packer <laughs> playoff game. Uh, they're going to lose. Yep. They they're definitely gonna. How lose. the Vi- how the Vikings doing, Jeremy? They're I don't know. They're probably all on the beach somewhere. They're so playing guess golf. They're doing pretty good. <laughs> playing golf. <laughs> they're where I'd like to be. That's for sure. Oh, I don't watch the game. Got so the I'm time cool. to go there. Abel, you you're from Wisconsin. You don't watch the Packers? No, man. I grew up in Puerto Rico, so <laughs> football for me is like it's like I don't know. I watch it, you know, so my kids can't watch it. But other than that, I don't watch it. I, I love it. I love it. Good for you. Good for you. Are you okay living in Milwaukee and not, uh, you know, they don't beat you up that you don't love the Packers? You're not a cheesehead? No, no I'm okay. You know, I, I roll with the punches. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> David, how come you don't have your cheesehead on? You made us move this recording up so you can watch this game. You don't have a cheesehead? I mean, I'm not I'm not that into it. Oh, okay. But... All right. Don't you got a TV in your office? You can watch it while you're recording. Yeah, I was telling Steve earlier I don't want to risk that because the episodes where you're watching TV, when someone asks you a question, you sit there and like you're having a stroke and don't respond. Don't I'm, watching, I'm watching football right now. I'm watching football right now. I'm watching the Ravens. <laughs> oh, I I still remember. That. Oh, what? I'm sorry. I was watching the Vikings game. I was. I was. I was honest. It's great. All right, guys. So let's just go around the room here. Let's, uh, you know, hear about how you guys made out in the last two weeks with those storms and uh, how much you got. So, like, let's work from the west to the east there. David, what did you you got 
five straight days of snow? Yeah, so it was ended up being like four days and then um, drifting, like heavy drifting the fifth day. Um, so it all started on Monday night at about midnight. Uh, we ended up with six inches on Tuesday and it was a daytime event. So it ended at, I think it was like two or 3 PM. Uh, and then we had 1.2 overnight Tuesday and then one point or Wednesday then 1.2 again on Thursday and then nine on Friday and then three inches Friday night. And now these are so, all separate systems. This isn't the same storm. All, this is all separate systems. Correct. All separate. So we ended up with like 20, 21 inches plus drifting uh, all said and done by Saturday. Nice. That's fun. So. Did you get yeah. some sleep in somewhere there, or you, just, you guys just went straight through? We slept in between the two one-and-a-half-inch events, uh, but we did 36 hours straight on uh, Monday night into Wednesday, and then we did 40 hours straight uh, Friday into Sunday. Now, what's your oh, what's your timing, like your, your route? How long does it take you to get your whole snow route done in a normal, like, two-inch storm? Yeah, typically right around eight to ten hours for, okay. for two inches. Very um, cool. We were really trying to – on this storm, I didn't really – I kind of made a few mistakes because I didn't account for what we had coming at the end of the week, the 9 to 12 we got. And Pushbacks. we we – yeah, I mean, we wanted to um, really make up for the lack of snow, so to speak. Uh, and with Monday being a daytime event or Tuesday being an all-day event, it was just push, push, push. It was how many times can we push this on our commercial lots? Because, one, that's what they want. But, two, like we, we wanted to make money. So mm -hmm. we pushed our commercials four times on Tuesday alone. Uh, then we had those two other events and then on Friday it was a daytime event again. So we were pushing for like our sixth to eighth time on these lots in the week, which was great. Except for we, by then we were all like, we were so yeah. tired. Yeah. Zombies yeah. on autopilot. Yeah. I almost wish I would have gave up one of those pushes or delayed the start just so we had that extra rest. But again, like not really a game you can play. Yeah. 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 That's a, I mean, sure. we get those long, I always tell the guys, and you get these long events, you know, you just got to somehow push through it because it's going to end once it's, I mean, it's not going to, yeah. it's not going to be every day. You just got to no. man up and suck it up. So that's tough though. <laughs> when you're going five days in a row, that with little to no it sleep, up, Steve, to suck it up. It's going uh, to end. Those, those storms, Steve. when you're, uh, when you're going that long, you're <clears> on <throat> autopilot, you're in zombie you mode. Who do you that's think when you tag to? a light pole in reverse with your plow and maybe knock it over. That was not me. That was uh, one, of our, one of our guys. But it, was our, it was our rookie, but yeah, I haven't had any. There's yet. rumors to the contrary. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, because the boss got over there and sit by the fucking pole and wait for tools. So, yeah, every. You never want to be photographed sitting next to it. That's fine. Boy, what, 
What about you, Abel? You know, how did Milwaukee fare with this, with all this snow? Did you get one big event? Did you get all these little events too over the course of a week? Yeah, we got those little events. I think Dave and got a lot more. It looks like more every time I watch him. You know, he's like, "Oh my gosh, he's really pushing snow." And I'm watching because I got the lake. I got Michigan Lake, and it slowed down. We got rain between. So we okay. got two inches, so we got two pushes in there in the first storm. The second storm that came, we got two more pushes. And I knew that something was coming. And because the first one, they, when they called it, they said, oh, we're going to get like 10 inches, you know, yada, yada, yada. But no, we got two inches. At my house, we got nothing. And I only live really? like five miles away from my properties. And oh, they literally wild. got rain all day. My wife is like, what are you out so long? And I'm like... I'm pushing snow. I'm pushing snow. You liar. <laughs> yeah, she didn't believe me because we still had grass in my lawn. Oh, shit. And, and that's, then, the, uh, that's the lake that affects that so much by you? Yeah, it, because uh, the lake is too warm. Gotcha. If the lake is too warm and it's pushing uh, pushing west, it, whatever comes down, it's coming down as rain. Gotcha. All right. But then once, once the wind changes direction, then it becomes all snow. Very cool. But then the last storm, the last storm was, I don't know, we were 36 hours, but by Tuesday, I don't know, by Wednesday, I was already a zombie. So, (laughs) how how much did you get out of the last one? The last one was 15.5. And it was just, and we only, we were only able to do four pushes because everybody was tired. Yeah. Some of the people went, they had to sleep in the trucks or in the ski steers. And, by six o'clock in the morning, I was feeling it. I was feeling it. It was more See, of a mental, mental, mental problem than my equipment. Yeah, it's it's always yeah. No, yeah. that you're not alone. That's that's everybody. Jeremy doesn't like hearing that though. You know, he's bionic. He, you no, know, everybody just I, go go go. I get tired like everybody else, but you just got to fight through that hour you do. of tiredness. Once and you get, everybody once does. You get Nobody stops. Once you get Nobody stops and goes home. I mean, apparently they do at some do. of the large distribution centers. I you never do. You. You I never you. go home before it's done. Uh, I'm the last right. one out always. All right. Because you fall asleep in the back parking lot. <laughs> I wish I could, honestly. I've, I've fallen asleep actually driving the loader down the road. That definitely, you know, movement is what makes me fall asleep. Sitting still, I can't, I can't sleep. The movement will, will put me to sleep. All right, so you got a big dump there on uh, when? When was that, Abel? When was that big storm? That was Friday, Tuesday, um, yeah, fr- Thursday night. Yeah, it started on Thursday night. So we and but I knew it was going to start slow, so I tried to push it back to like four o'clock in the morning. But by the time that four o'clock was in the morning, when I got there, it was already four <laughs> inches on the ground. So I was already late late to the game, which I got mad because you know I like the pushes. Yep. And yeah. But we pushed, you know, and we it was from Thursday night, which means it was Friday morning to Saturday around noon, two o'clock around there. Okay. And that would by by that time I'm already in my in my in my second win, so nobody's stopping me. Yep. But my other guy, they don't want to leave in the other guys they don't want to look at me. They get mad at me if I said something, say, Can you do this? Oh man, that that's like the world came to an end. <laughs> you know that, that type of stuff, but you know you have to keep your. I feel like a cheerleader. You know you, you do. On, oh, yeah. do, it, do it. Yeah. One more push, man. One more push, and we can do it. You know, but you know, we did it. You know, at the end, it was like I don't know why was I so stressed out. You know, we did it. So you always get it done. So, always get it done. Always a good feeling. Feeling when you get it done. 
Yep. Jay and Ty, how did you guys make out? Like Chicagoland, you guys were supposed to get a pretty big dump on that one storm. How did how did that end up doing for you? We got about uh, 12 inches in some of our area. I think down to about seven and a half, I think, is what I saw the lowest on the south side of our area that we service. Okay. And then uh, we had, uh, I just looked it up because they're all kind of running together at this point, but we had seven plowable events in 15 days. Uh, wow. Equaling about 22 inches. So it was, we had one big one and then just a bunch of small nonsense ones, basically. <clears throat> no, is, had, that, is that considered lake effect stuff or, or no? No, we had a little bit spinning off the lake, I think. I can't remember what day it was. They're literally all running together. Um, But yeah, we did have a little bit of lake effect on our western or on our eastern properties, I should say. Okay. But yeah, we don't see too much lake effect typically in our area. So you guys, seven pushes in 15 days? Is that right? Every other day? Yeah. Well, yeah, basically. That Friday one was three days of snow technically it snowed started thursday night didn't finish till saturday morning and then started blowing like a mofo and so we pretty much did that big plow uh got everything cleaned up and then started pushing back drifts again so it's it's been a long few days for sure so that was 12 12 inches basically over what 36 hours yeah not quite on that one that monday before that was only like three point something inches on average across the area but that didn't stop i think that was 32 hours of snow or something like that 30 hours of snow just just killed you just no money making on that one for sure yeah no for three inches yeah no we just we had that uh tuesday we had 3.2 inches over 18 hours like mm-hmm. freaking kidding me that's the worst. You're losing money on that no matter what you're doing, no matter how you're pricing, unless you're charging them per, you know, per everything, basically. Oh, yeah, man. per hour would be the only way to be a win on that, but we don't do anything like that. But yeah, it's, yeah, we uh, don't do per hour. All right. So everybody made out okay. No, you know, we're not hearing, you know, anything crazy like anybody failed, which we, we wouldn't expect anybody to. What problems did you have? Let's go around the room again. David, what problems did you have? Like everybody, everybody, we're here to learn from everybody. Oh, Make mistakes, oh. you know. What? Have you, have you watched David's videos? He's runs Metal Plus. He didn't have any problems. Jeez, here we go. That is a fact. That is a fact. Problems with the Metal Plus. I just, oh, you know, all these Metal Plus guys got to calm down. It's just like just joking. Oh all in all. man, some of these guys just get so riled up they can't. So take- what? What problems, if any, did you have, David? And, uh, you know, how did you overcome them? What would you do differently next time? Stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I've only been in the, the game for five years, so I have – we have never gotten snow like this, not in this short amount of time. Um, so managing it was tough on my end. The, the team did great. We had all the right equipment. Uh, we were prepared in that aspect of it. It was more or less it being a daytime, them all being daytime events and me trying to keep 50-plus businesses open mm-hmm. and be there every two inches and not be getting calls. The coordination of that was a lot different than what I had in my pre-route, like my Yeti oh, sure. routes. Yep. You know, our, yep. our typical typically it snows overnight. We go out 1, 2 a.m. We run through the route. All the commercial shit is done by, you know, 7 a.m. This was just honestly chaos because it was just sending people 
wherever I felt they needed to go, wherever was like most important at the time. Mm-hmm. So I don't know of a better way to necessarily prepare for that, but like it just that felt like where I I kind of dropped the ball. Uh, we weren't getting like complaints. I mean, people were very understanding on like what the weather was doing, mm-hmm. but I just want to in the future definitely be better prepared for you know daytime events and i don't know and and with that we were trying to obviously keep you know apartments open so people get up to parking ramps and all that all that so that's where i just felt like it was not going well for us again just the coordination of that but i think part of me just thinks that's the way it is too i i don't know no i was gonna say i mean i've been in the game a long time and most daytime storms are tough because, I mean, when we go all daytimes, I don't, I probably send half the equipment out, you know, get the smaller pushers out, try to get around the parking lot, stuff like that. But it's, I mean, plus you got all the traffic. So you're like, you're just doing lanes, you know, at least that's what we do. I don't know yeah. what your clients are expecting you to do, but we just do lanes. And I mean, I'd say this about every snow. Every snow is different. There isn't a snow, at least in our area, there isn't a snow that's the same. So, I mean, you can have a great plan. But that don't mean shit. Once you get out there, you just gotta right. roll with the punches and just kind of be ready to change your plan immediately. Because nothing's. I mean, I've had I've had shit set up. I think it's all perfect. They get out there and they're like, oh shit, this needs to be taken care of. This, you know, you know how it goes. So everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the mouth. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just. I mean, I'd love to have a plan, but I don't think I've ever had an event go to plan. I mean, you know, what, you, you can have a you can have a base plan, I think, but. It can't be rigid. It has to be the ability to pivot. Yeah. yeah, the ability to pivot immediately by what the storm is doing. You know, there has to be like a, okay, if the storm does this, we're going to do this in response. Stuff like that, just to have it in place. What? what hang on. Go ahead. Oh, I, thought, I thought you were going to move to somebody else. But, uh, Dan, nope. what do your clients expect like on a day storm? That's what where I was what going. Are, what, are their expect- <laughs> what are their expectations for you? Yeah, pretty much every every two inches. Two inches. They don't yeah. want anything more than two inches. And on on Tuesday, at the rate it came down, it was just I couldn't even run through the whole route and get back. Do you have rate clauses you know, in there, David? Do you have rate clauses? Like we do. We we're the same thing. Like we say, commercials, daytime, operating hours, no more than two inches. But we have clauses in there that say, when the snowfall gets above a half an inch an hour, you may have more than two inches. You may have three inches before we get another run on you. You know, if it's over one inch an hour, all bets are off. We, If it's over one, one inch an hour, we agree to be there every four hours to open up. But you yeah. can't keep up with, you know, you, you can't possibly keep up with a route that big. Can't keep up with a storm that's producing one inch an hour snowfall rates if you got to do every two inches. Right, yeah. And I we do have that in there, uh, but you know as as good as I do. I mean, when this starts happening, the fucking sure. contract's irrelevant to anybody. It's oh, like, yeah. literally, where are you? And it's like, well, we were just there 45 minutes ago. Yeah. Are you watching this? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, people yeah, I just, find are getting less and less understanding about where they live and what winter is really like. Like, because they've been spoiled, I think, a couple light winters and people are like, what's yeah. the, you know, why aren't you here? What do you mean, why aren't we here? Are you not looking out your fucking window right now? Can you not yeah, see, right. you know, you can't see 10 feet because it's three inch an hour snowfall rates. What are you complaining about? Yeah, and we, we were just we've there. Been, we've been at places where we got a call like, where are you guys at? We're like, 
my guy's on the other side of the building. He's there. Yeah, just we're on here. The side of the he's in the. He's just making his round around the building. I mean, it's. I mean, I don't know. People just gotta be more understanding, but they're not. So. Yeah. David, you you're still running a machine, right? During the storms. Just for like four hours. Okay, so you're not full, you know, full storm in the machine. You are, you are out of the machine, you know, doing the overall stuff. Yeah, correct. I just gotcha. bought like okay. six commercials um, in a tight route, and then I hop into a truck and try to start managing. Gotcha. All right, cool. At least you're doing that because I'm, I'm finding that that my days of operating during the storms might be coming to an end because I, I just <laughs> I have to be. Uh, have to be mobile or or I have to put somebody else on the management end. Like somebody's got to be in a truck just checking on things, checking on the guys, seeing what they need. Because right now it's like everybody's their own unit basically out there. They're all taking care of themselves. They're all, you know, and they do. They're very self-sufficient. They don't call and ask for much. Like there are guys that were out in that monster we had. They were out for five hours. I Radio silence. I didn't hear them on the call. I didn't hear anything. I was just calling them to check in be like, you guys alive? Everybody all right? You're not in a ditch somewhere, are you? No, we're good. You know, we, we did this, 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 this. We're working on this now. I'm like, holy crap. You know, so they don't they don't ask for much. Call? What's that? They're not on your party call? No, the uh, the truck guys do not get on the party call usually. They, uh, you know, they, they don't. They just don't. Usually the guys on the party call, the, the guys in the machines at the complexes and the guys on the uh, the routes in the uh, in the village in the town. They usually the ones we tried to put the uh, sidewalk finish guys on the party call, but they're blue parrots. Did you know blue parrots don't like the cold? They will shut down on you in the cold. No. That is my big knock on the blue parrot. As soon as you step out of the truck, I had I had I lost two two blue parrots this week in the cold. They will shut down. They will not turn off. You can't reconnect them, and uh, it's it's cold based. You take them out, you let them warm up, you recharge them, then they work again. But they do not like the colds. So don't wear them if you're outside. So any other problems, David? No, I just want to say that shouldn't be a problem for Jeremy because we know he's not outside. And no, 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 no. I got to go. I got to get fuel in my truck. Yeah, yeah. I'll have somebody else fuel them. Meet me back at the shop. You got to fill me up. Right. No. Yeah, I think the other thing is just like what Jeremy brought up is like just being able to keep going i think is very irrelevant for like us you know everybody on this Mm -hmm. but like you gotta remember some of these people on the team are not like they're not there for the same reason we're there yeah and no that was another thing where i just like you get so focused on the amount of shit that needs to get done there you like don't even think about how tired some of these guys are and there's got to be at some point like looking ahead at that forecast and seeing like this shit's not going to end for six days. I should have had some sort of plan in place to like swap people out, you know, rotate and give, give breaks because I know by Saturday, gosh, my team was (laughs) really, really hurting. And I just try to keep in mind, I don't really have the same motivation that I have. Um, I'm super lucky to have Ian, which he went, you know, he, he's an animal with me. Yeah, he's yeah, an animal. Literally hour for hour with me, and I think he might even had more hours than me a couple nights. So, and Ian's great because Ian, Ian knows the game just as well as you do. Like, I mean, he was yeah. he was doing it before he joined up with you, 
And he's he's a warrior. You know, he he loves to do this. So this is what he lives for. But you're right. Not everybody that works for us no at all problem. times is going to have the same motivation. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, you like I said, it's it's good to have a plan to have extra guys, but that doesn't. I mean, I've been this a long time. I think I've done that maybe a half dozen times or a few times where I actually ran guys in twelve hour shifts. But for as many storms we've been, that's that's it. That's all I've ever gotten. You know, where it's just you gotta have veterans in your crew that want to push through, and then more or less, if the guys want to, other guys want to quit, they'll just shame them into not quitting. So <laughs> those yeah, are riders. And I think with, with with me, it's like. Well, shit, they're here. I don't want to send them back home no, because I know they won't come back. They won't oh, come they back. They sometimes won't come back. So, if you're letting them go, it better be to a hotel room like close by that you can go and wake them up and get them yeah. back out. That's what we get. We'll get hotel rooms if we got like a multi-day storm or something for them right outside the complexes. Hotel rooms and food is what they need, and you just go do it. That's it. What about you, Abel? How did you guys uh, do? Any problems? Anything with the storm? Oh, he laughs. This is going to be good. I have to laugh because that's all I have every time it snows. You know, and it's not that I'm not prepared. You know, I get ready since August. Since August, I'm working on the skid steers. Since August, I'm working on the trucks. And I'm working on all the equipment so that when the time comes, I don't supposed to have problems. I don't supposed to have problems. Yep. And I I got four L228s New Holland. They oh, are these when they're working and all that stuff. They all work fine, but then suddenly your fuse decide to go out. Then the whole machine is gone, and and all my all my machine like all my skisers are on big properties. Like one has fifty buildings, the other one has twenty buildings, the other one has thirty, and the other one has a big commercial area, and they never leave the property. So this is why when it comes to my bigger accounts. They can ne- they can never complain because say hey you're not there no they can't say that because they're there with and from the beginning right from where it starts snowing into it ends and everything is clean then we leave so they can't complain now the trucks are the ones traveling around but my radiator plowing dude you're talking about five miles uh-huh. everything that I have is five mile five you call me I'll be there like within three minutes. Yep, tight route. Good. That 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 route, my and it took me like ten years just to get to that point, but I'm very grateful for it. And we manage around thirty accounts, and at one point, we used to have over fifty, and that was a nightmare with no equipment, bad problems after problem after problem. But now that I have it so tight, I don't supposed to have breakage. I just <laughs> I, I can't stand it. You know, once he's there, the fuse went out. The other one. The heater stopped working, and these are these are they are in big properties. So, which means I had to take all my plow drivers and put them in this big property to knock them out in an hour. Yep. We knock them out in an hour, and we leave, and then we keep rotating. But we were yep. thirty six hours straight, and I had every guy that I had that on that storm. It was the people that I wanted them in those because I know they were going to hold on, and they all worked thirty six hours straight. Yeah, they're going to get it done for you. You know, everybody, and the only one that I, I have one guy that had back problems, so he went home for five hours, and he came right back out, and he helped me finish it. But the ski skiers went bad. They came back, and then they left. At the end of the storm, they left it on the cold. And, yeah, that was, uh, that ski steer won't start, I don't know, for the next three days. Because really? it, was below, it was below 30. 
channeled up. So yeah. that thing was just frozen. So I had to get a tow truck for that skid steer. I had to get a tow truck for the other one that wasn't starting. And then on top of that off, on Saturday, we <laughs> were doing sidewalk machines. And one of the tires fall off out of that. one of my trucks. <laughs> I saw that. Like, like literally laugh. end up on the other side of the street. And <laughs> so I had to get another tow truck for that one too. Oh, man. It's like, come on, man. I prepare for this shit every single year. And every single year, man, I, I just, it doesn't surprise me. I actually yeah. surprised me. It just Sounds like great. you just need a tow truck. You need to buy a tow truck. <laughs> I think that's what my guys told me. Isabel, I think we should go into the tow truck, tow truck business. And I'm like, no shit, no shit. I you left put a- $600 in, I don't know, in less than eight hours right there. Uh, one thing, though, you're always upbeat on your stories, though. No matter how shit gets, you're always oh, upbeat. I love them. That's fun to watch. Shit, people. <laughs> uh, so Abel was demonstrating the problems he's been having, and his computer actually just terminated the whole recording. <laughs> you know, the, the, re- the problems continue. You don't need to demonstrate anymore, Abel. Uh, no, man. He- not have the touch right now. <laughs> you know, I really try to get all my equipment up to shape. You know, that I keep them inside. I keep them, you know, painted. Uh, you name it. If I'm bored, I, I made the guys paint the trailers. If I'm bored, they paint this. If I'm bored, I paint that. You know, and I try to keep up with all the equipment. I, I wish to be like Dave and, you know, with all new stuff. But, you know, I just can't <laughs> do that. You know? It's great. And oh, I wanted to clean them every, in every storm, too, but I can't either. Does the oh, red paint, yeah. is that supposed to add some layer of protection or something to keep it from breaking? <laughs> yeah, it's rust-proof, though. <laughs> That's great. Dude, those, those things are thick, man. That paint is thick. <laughs> it is thick. Yeah, it looks like it has about 20 coats on it. <laughs> hey, you had to. You had to. When you work with salt, you paint it. <laughs> Let me know, and yeah. I'll go and paint your equipment, too. You or paint you the fuses, too? Aluminum no, trucks. piece of equipment. Oh, Oh man! No, but you know, uh, it, it, I I guess that's part of the game, you know. Yep, it is. It definitely so is. I Problems happen. Problems happen. All right, let's hear Ty and Jay. How did you guys do? Any problems that you had with the storms or anything? You guys come through all right? Yeah, no, no problems. Nothing broke. Everybody showed up. Nobody plowed shit in the wrong spot. Nobody hit any light poles. It was perfect. All right. There you go. Yeah, just kidding. We had shit freezing up all over the place. <laughs> Guys not showing up. I think we took down three or four light poles. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, shit man. Shit the, the light poles fall down on their own. They, they see the loaders coming. They get scared. They tip over. <laughs> I'm a firm believer in that. I think oh. every one of them was a spray boom that uh, backed into it. So we got a few of those that need to be fixed. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. The VSI pile driver? Oh, it's a pile driver. It's a light pole driver for sure. Oh, no shit. Well, and, I mean, that's that's tested then. It is, <laughs> is a, I remember their video when they first changed over from their original boom when they were still just VSI. And they came out with the pile driver. You know, being the typical farm boys they are. They went up on a two-story roof and threw the freaking thing off the roof into the into the concrete. Just picked it up, put it back on the truck, and sprayed with it. The good like, news is, even in a perfect U shape, they still sprayed just fine. So yeah, it's all good. Yep, there you go. Oh, did it did it bend? Oh, oh yeah. We have a we have a couple. I'm sending you a picture. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We got a couple pictures of that. Oh, that's great. 
our That's biggest great. problem was we were just gel stuff was gelling up but honestly it's pretty much just one type of machine that we had gelling up it was kind of weird something we went with uh something new this year we went with and just had a bunch of them just gel same make same model for the most part what what was the uh machine if you don't mind uh case 280 skid loaders really yeah all right, so Jason, you were saying uh, the SV280s, the cases, they were having a problem. Are you putting, do you treat your fuel or no? You kind of sound like my sales guy, but um, I mean, basically <laughs> we have, I think we have 15 or 16 uh, machines, loaders, tractors, skids out. And the only thing, we had one Kubota tractor gelling up kind of regularly, but other than that, it was all of the 280s except for one, I think. Really? Yeah, so it was kind of weird. That's, it's, it's the same thing. Like, we literally had him in the office yesterday just busting his balls. But, uh, but yeah, it's, I don't know what it was. I talked to somebody else. They said it's something to do with the filters potentially being too exposed. I don't really know what that means exactly. Huh. The separator sits on the back door on those machines. So I don't know if that's the problem or what. But, yeah, we just horrendous problems with all of these 280s. I think we had five 280s down for basically most of the last seven days. No ladies down. Yeah. yeah. Ouch. I haven't had any problems. That's all I have. I haven't had any problems with them. Whoa. Whoa. whoa, whoa. Those. You you had problems with your case. Th that's the computer. That was no, that was that was the first problem we ever had was the this last uh bullshit storm. We uh they were using it and it just freaking went error code, error code, ATS fail, and it turns out it's a bad CPU or whatever, EC ECU, I think they they called it. ECM, I don't know, ECM. something the mechanic said, but nice $3,000 fix. But that is also a five-year-old machine now. So, I mean, it's, uh, you know, you, you can expect over five years to have maybe one problem. I'll, I'll give them that. But other than that, they've been bulletproof. We haven't had any gel. We, I mean, we treat them with the Stanodyne, the fuel, and we haven't had any problems that we keep, we we're able to keep them plugged in. But, I mean, that's, uh, that's unfortunate. I, that's the yeah, first I'm hearing of that. We were plagued with problems with those. Uh, and then, no like shit. Said, one, one Kubota tractor kept gelling up. So, you know, when you only have, I think we only have seven, 15, 17 machines or something like that. Yeah, 17, 18. And a third of them are down. I mean, we kind of got our ass kicked for the last week, honestly. Yeah. That's no shit. <laughs> but otherwise, yeah, was, you know, it's just a lot of long hours just because, you know, these little nonsense kind of nuanced little storms that just last forever. So, yeah. Other than that, it wasn't it wasn't too bad. I mean, my guys worked their asses off pretty much nonstop. The guys gave it hell. I mean, shout out to all of them. And um, otherwise, it was just kind of what it was. I mean, we're you know we took out a lot of new work this year, so it was it was definitely interesting the last couple of weeks. Very cool. How's the new accounts going? Uh, not too bad. I mean, we probably put out a little too much growth this year, so we're gonna kind of check that for next year, but. Uh, Short of that, it's you know it's okay. We just got a lot of guys. We're about uh, thirty-five miles out from. Yeah, thirty-five miles every direction. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? so oh wow, that's a little too much. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, a ways. That is a ways. Yeah. All right. So that was it. No, no, no other problems besides half your fleet being down. <laughs> minor, nothing, minor nothing detail. Just a little bit, yeah. So no, not too much. Just uh, yeah, that's pretty much it, I guess. Oh my uh, god. A lot of people we have too, you know. We got like one set of guys that does everything. So yeah, we don't have too many backup guys. Yeah. So everybody kind of, you know, everybody kind of just kept going. We just gave breaks as we could and just kept going. 
round three. Gotcha. That's good. Yeah, what do you do with the guys that you would have had in those machines that were down? We just put them in something else pretty much or put them on a walk crew or whatever, but he's pretty flexible. We'll put him in a truck. Um, we had a few sprayer issues, I guess, too, and kind of lived through that too. But, um, but yeah, we'll just shake him into something else or put him on a walk crew or put him in a truck, pull another guy out that can go do some supervising in a different truck or their own vehicle even. Yeah, we have about six, I think there's six of us that go do and supervise in our own vehicles per se and um, try to keep an eye on everything. But, nice. you know, it's always a shit show. It never works. Like you said, there's a playbook, yeah. but you know, there's 7,000 pages of that playbook. So, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So, guys. Yep, absolutely. So, guys, what? What did you learn from, you know, this last week or two that all these pushes for each of you, you know, that you guys would do differently next storm, if anything, you know, starting with you, David. Yeah, I mean, I can't, why are you laughing, Jeremy? I don't, I don't know. I, I'm just waiting for your answer. I can, you're really thinking here, so. Yeah, because it's an important question. So, uh, yeah, I think, like I said, is just kind of – what I learned was keeping keeping other people in mind and just trying to, like Ty and Jason just said, like having a plan to rotate people out. I I thought our workload was good for typical snow events. I realized we were very overextended with what we just got, but at the same time, that rarely happened. So I think everyone was kind of in the same shitty boat. So I don't want to get too hung up on that, but we you know with the addition to ian we probably doubled in size as far as accounts like we have 62 commercial accounts uh and we have five full-time employees so everybody else that comes in is you know seasonal labor and i don't really want to risk what i just did the last week ever again because i relied so much on on people that just don't yeah just my my own team did obviously what they could um and like i said like on a perfect storm three to six inches and the timing's fine like we're good but if we end up having a winter where we get multiple of those i'm gonna i'm gonna have to really i'm honestly i'm gonna fail to my customers i'm not gonna be able to provide the service i agreed to provide if that was to happen again and that could happen multiple times so sure. um, i learned that we we are prepared for you know the average snowfalls but we aren't prepared for the worst and i i don't like that at all so that's what i learned and on monday we're regrouping and trying to figure out okay when this happens again how can we make sure we're going to succeed good for you brother yeah, that, that's great but i know what you're saying but you made it through it and it's not like you kicked ass. So, I mean, that's, you gotta, you gotta look yeah, at that too. So yeah, it's more about and making I, it easier when well, it's I, I understand that it's a massive I mean, thing. I hear what you're saying. No, you I always, you always awesome. challenge to make it easier. And the, as far as guys go, I mean, it's everybody goes, you got enough guys. I'm like, cause I, I have like a hundred guys in my phone. I can text, you know, I, I don't, I don't ever stop hiring. I just hire, hire, hire. And I try to get yeah. them in whenever I can get them in. And I tell him, I go, you're backup. So if these other guys can't, you know, I'll try to get you in when I can. But it's like, 
Everybody goes, you got enough guys? I'm like, I have phone numbers. I, I can't, you know, I have phone numbers. Are they going to answer? I don't know. I don't know if they're going to. I hope they answer. But, you know, they all have lives too. And, you, you know, you're depending on them to answer when you call. But it's, I don't know, it's always a battle. And you're just hoping and praying when you're calling or texting these guys that they pick up the phone and want to work or whatever. But it's like, I mean, yeah, I have a shit ton of phone numbers, but that doesn't mean they're coming to work. So, Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I mean, we didn't, like you said, we got through it and we didn't like fail at all. Like we, I think we did really good. I just, my biggest weakness is I have, yeah, I have like high, high expectations, like almost real on like unrealistic expectations. Um, So I just pick apart everything and I'm just not like, I'm not, I feel like we could have done better. Uh, I was super fortunate on, I think it was, friday in the middle of our big storm our largest customer they have like 80 sites and we do nine for them they sent an email in and they were looking for someone to take on three sites for them like in the middle of all this because the other guys just and they have what i would call like pretty reputable companies doing all their stuff it's not like any fly by night they're just they're too picky so that was a big relief to know, like, okay, we're not we're not failing for one. If these people are reaching out and they've said they've talked to the other, you know, site managers to see how we were handling that entire week and they've all been like super happy with our timing and stuff. So that was really, you know, reassuring. But again, yes. like my expectations are just so high that it never feels like we're actually, you know, doing the best we can do. Yeah. That's good. No, though. I hear you. No, I mean it's good to have high expectations. I mean, For your sure. expectations are probably always going to be higher than your customer in that case. So like we have one site that I was worried about. I'm like, I don't think we did like our typical white glove here on this guys. I don't like it. You know, I want you and like the manager came out, he's like, You guys are freaking awesome. Like this is beautiful. Like that oh, I, I can't say enough about it. I'm like all right. Well, I mean, I guess it's you know different. You know, you're you're not looking at it how they're looking at it, so you're always your right. harshest critic. I think. Yeah. Which is good, yeah. but that keeps you, you know. I think that keeps you successful. I think that keeps you, you know, trying to be better and better, so, which is going to translate into more success. So good for you. What about you, Abel? Well, in the beginning, well, at the end of the storm, I I didn't learn anything, but that's partly because I was tired. <laughs> You know, but one once I once I slept for ten hours and I woke up and I'm like, no shit, we did good, you know. And what David said is like, you feel like like you were behind or you did the worst or whatever. But if you made that storm and you got like hardly complaints or anything like that, psh, that was a breeze for you, you know, mm-hmm. because when you got broken equipment or the guys don't show up and this and you still manage to finish the storm and you get very to minimum uh, complaint. That's a win-win. You know, 100%. I, when I used to have so many accounts, I decided I don't want to work. I used to work 40 hours by myself, you know, and it was just brutal. And I said, I don't, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't, don't. And this is why I started buying equipment. And now for my biggest clients that I have, my biggest accounts, I put people there full time. And so that I don't have to worry about those. And when we have a 10-inch storm plus, plus, I send an email out to all of them. And as I remember that I put in the contract, when the, when we have a, a blizzard or 10 inches or more, we're going to do what we can. 
So don't expect me to be the, you know, be there on the hour. We're going to try our best to, you know, to finish strong. But, but doing this, I think where I struggled the most, it was the sidewalk, the sidewalk crew, because it, the, when the temperature drops, I don't know, you know, when I went to North Dakota to work with, with Jeremy, I was just learning a piece of equipment. I can plow all night long, all day long. But when, you know, I came to a big equipment, I didn't, I, I had no idea. This is why I went there just to learn. And I only had to worry about what I was in front of me. You know, here yep. I had to worry about everybody else and who's plowing what and at what time. If somebody's mm-hmm. taking too long, I know that they're taking too long because I have done that property many yep. times. Yeah, 100%. You know, so not everybody's going to be plowing like me or with one of my best guys. All my first kids tears, they're all rookie. This is their first season plowing. They didn't okay, hit so anything, which I'm very happy. It's they a win. The, it's a win. Yeah, they it's put win. The, the, the piles in the wrong spot, but hey, everybody does. <laughs> everybody done it. You know, yep. it's all oh, you blocked my parking space. Oh, you blocked my garage. You know, that type of thing. And I knew that was coming, but yep. they didn't hit anything. And they, they did all the 36 hours straight. So I can't complain, you know. And at the end of the road, you know, I was like, well, the only thing that I'm going to work on is um, my sidewalk machine because I cannot have – Jeremy's Jeremy has the guys there, but they are enclosed, enclosed machine. So I'm yeah. going to do the same. I'm going to I'm gonna buy a machine. They're going to cost me an arm and a leg, but I'm going to go with a cap. I'm thinking to get, you know, probably I can do one of those little sidewalk. Except for me, it's like a mini here, like those multi-one machines. They're enclosed. They're 42 inches wide. They they come, you know, you can put many attachments. You can use it in the summer. You can use it in the winter. And hopefully, you know, because it's brand new, hopefully it won't give me a problem. But I think that's the way they go because I, the storm before this one, I had no shovelers whatsoever. Whoever was coming told me that he couldn't make it anymore. And he had a, he had a crew with him. And they told me no. So I had to hire a tape agency at $30 an hour for each shoveler. And they had to go to town. It was, you know, it was a big expense, but we finished the storm. And every time we finish the storm, you know, I look at it and I say, well, where am I struggling the most? It will be the sidewalk. Then I'll do it. Before it was equipment for plowing. So I got more equipment. Now I just, I guess I just need drivers, you know, mm-hmm. but I don't have backups. My backups uh, are gone. Gotcha. All right. yeah. What about That's you guys, Ty, Jason? What do you you know? What did you guys learn from it that you would do differently? Uh, you know, next time out, any any lessons? Uh, we're just gonna re kind of reconvene in the war room here Monday and just kind of re kind of position a few of our sites. We're a little spread, a little bit thin, probably. I pulled the trigger on some more equipment last week and um, hired a couple sub trucks, which I really didn't want to have to deal with as subcontractors. But um, so we've already put some more equipment at it. Basically, we're just throwing equipment at our problems, honestly. Gotcha. Um, I don't want to run into that situation again where we're not servicing people to where I think we should be servicing the level we should be servicing to. So we're just going to fix it. It's going to take a minute. And, um, you know, that's basically we had a couple of customers that were not real happy with us and pretty much get on the phone with them myself. Don't really give excuses and just say we're going to fix it. We just need a minute to get through the shit mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. figure out how we're going to fix it and fix it appropriately and finish off the season as strong as we want. And if you want to get rid of us at the end of the season, I basically don't blame you in all honesty. And if you want to keep us, then, you know, we'll do a much better job for you next time around for sure. Yeah, it's cool. It's going to take a minute, but we'll get it fixed. <clears throat> 
Amen. It's the same thing we always talk about. I mean, we don't have second. We don't get second chances. We always got to knock it out of the park. I mean, yeah, everybody every else. Time. Can, I mean, everybody else can get second chance on every um, pretty much anything else. But snow guys, you just have to knock it out of the park. And there, nobody's forgiving anymore. I mean, nobody else. You know, if, if you, I mean, apparently we're not human. I mean, not. not I'm not trying to look for excuses because because I don't like excuses either. Just shit happens. I mean, you, and you just got to do the best you can when you have something something break down or guys don't show up. I mean, you just have to. You have to somehow figure it out and make it happen. And I think we all do that to the best of our ability, but I mean, the clients don't care about that. Dude. It, it's so funny that you just said that too, because like you look at commercial properties that we have green and the white side, we can, my guys can go out there and literally kill that fucking lawn, put the wrong color mulch in the beds, trim all the trees down to death. And they'll still give you a second chance. You mess up with the snow one time and you're fucking fired. Yeah. Like, it's just so funny. I think a lot of these property managers, they don't really get it. I mean, we got one on Friday and I didn't buy, like, I'm just tired and I just want to be like, fuck off. Fuck you, fire us. I'm done. But so I didn't respond. But basically, it snowed till five in the morning and the guy's like, we don't understand why there's snow on our lots at seven. It, It stopped at midnight. I heard it stopped at midnight. Well, you heard from where? I, I don't understand. Right. You're out in yeah. your tucked in your pajamas in your house. <laughs> yep. We're all making yeah. it happen. Yeah. Don't give me your shit. But again, we didn't respond. I just let it go because I wasn't in the mood on Friday to be like, "You're wrong. You're incorrect. You're full of shit." But I, I love that when they, they, they they'll come out at six, seven in the morning and they'll see little snow. Like, well, we had it clean, but we had a fucking dusting come through at five thirty or six that yep. dusts a lot, makes your lot look like it's not like. Just dusted, but it's. I mean, obviously, it's still on you, but it's like we it was clean. It's, I mean, we don't have a PC equipment, a guy sitting at each lot. That's what these people don't understand. I mean, they want to pay us the kind of money it would take to have a PC equipment and the manpower at each lot, which they're never going to pay. So, I mean, yeah, they don't, they don't get it. Nobody, nobody understands that. No, I mean, obviously, we, we want the lots perfect as we can, but I mean, we want we want to look good too, but. There's some circumstances where I'm not looking for excuses either. It just shit happened. I mean, that, that, that's basically how it goes. So. Yeah. It's the, uh, model, the model of the industry. Shit happens. I mean, that's what it is. I mean, basically running guys around. It's a lot. We try to, we do like, we try to do about three emails per event usually. So we can let these morons know what's happening basically. So <clears> yep. don't wake up and see, you know, a dusting that, that fell after we plowed and salted and now it either, you know, wind blown, which we've seen a lot over the last week, but we try to let them know just so they don't get their panties wadded up in the morning, but it, it doesn't just matter. doesn't just something. No. Yeah, they don't read it. or They just, they just want to bitch at somebody. Some, some yeah. of those guys just want to pump their chest out. There are people out there that are going to complain that the sky is blue and water's wet. They, they wake up every day looking to complain. It's uh yeah. we deal with it too. You know, yeah. everybody yeah. has it. Everybody has it. Probably, we, all know, it. we all know it's coming. I mean, we all know yeah. it's coming. <laughs> you know it's coming. Like, I expect every t- every time it snows on this one complex we do, we are going to get the same three phone calls from the same three people just making sure when the snow's over, guys, you guys are going to come and do this, right? I'm finally at the point now where if they call again, I'm going to be like, tell them no, we're not coming. No, we're just, just, uh, we will be there, but tell them no. Cause I want them to freak out for the hour until it ends till they see us show up. Yeah. They just, you know, they, people just don't get it. They're like, you guys said, you know, 
They don't, they, they have unmanageable expectations. They don't know their own contracts. They don't understand, you know, how things work and how things are supposed to work. So but, uh, what about breakages? Anybody? Oh, go ahead, David. You have something else before we get to breakages? I was just thinking about this the other day. Like, I think it was part of the breakdown, but like, I know it's a snow jobs podcast, but like how fucking stupid like this job is. And like, (laughs) what I mean by that is like the expectations we have, we don't have any of the information like accurately Mm -hmm. of when it's going to snow, how much it's going to snow, when it's going to start, when it's going to stop. How many guys are actually going to show? Like, we have the most. Are you sure? Because everybody think thinks the, I know all that. So, I mean, <laughs> we have like the like, most, the littlest information, and we're expected to every single time, like you just said, Jeremy, no second chances, figure out how to get it done. Yeah. Nothing is anybody else's problem. It's all ours, and you better have it done. Yeah. Yeah. But well, the I, second I other people drop drop the ball on, you know, whatever their job is, it's like, it's no big deal. But no our, big deal. what we do, Huge deal. Huge deal, yeah. Yeah. Send Delta I mean, Force out with no intelligence whatsoever. <laughs> go ahead, guys. Go get it done. I mean, you would think I could read the future. When I'll send a text out to my to guys, like, there's snow coming tomorrow. I'll, I'll send a text out tonight and go, hey, there might be snow tomorrow night. I'll get guys, what time are we starting? I don't fucking know. I don't yeah. – when it starts to snow. I mean, you guys have this – I just respond back and say, you tell me, what time should we start? Tell, yeah. You tell me what time we should start. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, what time do you think we're going to go? Probably want to start to snow. I, I don't know. I mean, Jesus. It's like – I, I tell them in my, in my – I tell them all in the meeting. I said, I will let you know as early as I can. Do not call me and ask me this question, but they always fucking do it. It's like – yeah. I'm actually, I'm actually, I'm starting to develop my exit strategy to get out of the snow industry. I'm actually going to do the, I'm going to go the weatherman route. I really am. I'm, I'm enrolling in Guadalajara tech weather school. You know, I'm going to learn how to do weather and uh, charge people an arm and a leg and throw a dart at a dartboard. And maybe I hit, maybe I don't, you know, it's going to snow two inches to two feet. Sometimes, sometime between November 1st and April 1st. Yeah. I got guys that call me. They come and say, hey, other companies, they call me about the weather. And they say, dude, uh-huh. when it's white, that's when I go out. <laughs> and, I'm out and I'm out already plowing. Let's say I'm already plowing, let's say, five inches. They call me, let's say, around 6 o'clock in the morning and say, hey, how's the look out there? I'm like, dude, if you're not out, you're late <laughs> again. It's over. You're you over. Are, you are done. Just stay you home know, at I'm this point. Three you know, and, and they're not out. Forget it, man. Ah, no, I can't deal yeah. with that shit. Oh, I get man. the same thing, guys. With other companies, you know, buddies of mine will call like, "When are you guys going?" I'm like, "I'm not going to run your operation. You run it when you want to go. I'm we're going to go when we go." I mean, I'm not. I don't know. It's just kind of yeah. silly. I talked to Steve a couple of weeks ago. Steve, you had a really good plan on like how you handle putting people on call mm-hmm. because that's somewhere where I got burned. Is they were you know saying half inch of snow, and I didn't put any of my guys on call other than the people I need to deal with a half inch of snow. And when we had three inches on the ground, we, we were screwed, which again was my fault, but I thought it was interesting how you say you deal with that. But like to Jeremy's point of why you don't put all these guys on call, cause they're just up your ass the entire 100%, time. 100%. You, you risk the, you, you risk becoming the guy that cried wolf. If yeah. you let you, like you said, we don't have accurate information a lot of the time. So Oh, it's like the other morning. It was supposed to start snowing between one and four. Didn't start snowing here because of 
dry air infiltration from the north didn't start fucking snowing until 9 a.m. So now if I put guys on standby at fucking 1 a.m., I got to throw them something. You know, I, 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 you know, it's like, but they're going to be like, not now they're not going to be sleeping that night because I've put them on standby at 1 a.m. So they're, they're going to be like me every hour. They're going to be fucking waking the fuck up, mm-hmm. checking to see if they got to come in. Like, so like, you, you risk, you know, that is the the risk. Like you said, we do not always have the best Intel out there. So uh, it, it's like, tough. So you do run that risk with that too. putsy has been doing lately. He'll just say, Hey, we're going on at three. And he'll say, call me or he'll call beforehand if it's a no go. But I've tried that a couple of times and it, I don't know. It just doesn't work. Guys get pissed. No, guys get pissed. Then it doesn't snow, and I got 15 guys standing here paying, you know, that are like, like, hasn't started snowing yet. You're like, God damn it. They said it was going to snow here. We should be out, but it hasn't snowed yet. So I I told them to go to sleep. I'll wake them up. Yeah. What's that? I told them to go to bed. Go to sleep. Sleep as much as you want, and I'll wake you up. Yeah. No, that's a problem because sometimes they don't wake up. They don't wake up. That's a problem. That is a big problem. These kids do not wake up to their iPhones. Man. This, one, this one right here last night. <laughs> See you at 10 o'clock. You get a text at 5. Sorry. What? Oh, no shit. Yep. Didn't show up. Oh, boy. That's. Why don't you just go to his house and wake him up? I've done that. <laughs> I don't got time for that shit. I was busy running the loader myself. That's it. Get I it brought done. the loader get right to the guy's house. So I've done that. What about breakages? Anybody break anything? Yes. Uh, we heard. I mean, we heard about all. Uh, all the SV and uh, David. I don't think we heard any breakages from you. Did you break anything? We heard of Bell's uh, breakages. What about you, I, I did. Uh, we did break our mags. Both our mags. You have two of them now. I have two of them. Oh no shit! I, what you you gone away completely from the SSV? No, not yet. I and definitely not after this experience. <laughs> I mean, no sense. <laughs> Those things are amazing when when they're working. But what uh, happened to them? I think there's uh, one was leaking hydraulic fluid. They um, came. They came. They just their, their whole load went onto the fucking ground. <laughs> what, literally. Yeah, we were just running that fucker all night too. They're like, should we stop running this? I'm like, oh, absolutely not. Keep running it. I think the brine sprayer stopped working on the one. And then there's a bunch of shit. Like, I, I don't know what boss is doing with from the fact there, there's so much shit loose on these things. Like everything comes off of it. And I, I will get on here and say like, they need to do some quality. Every single one of those mags is just losing like the most random bolts and nuts. Did you lose a tire? It was a Friday. Friday. Dustin from Total Lawn was going down the sidewalk and one of his tires fell off. From the fact, like the first yeah, time they probably, used it. Wow. I should check the torque on that. I mean, I don't know. I'm just, and we went quality control dealer. issues. Yeah. yeah. I had my, and I had my, go ahead. No, I was going to say, what, what led to the, uh, did you break a hose or what, what happened there with the, uh, the nice multicolored trailer floor video that no, I saw? I think it was just, I think it was just leaking from, I think they said the fitting, like, in Oh, that was a leak? Like, like, yeah. Yeah, that was a leak. Holy shit. <laughs> that was a big leak. A big leak. Wow. So, 
I don't know. We rushed them up to the dealer on Monday morning, was it? And there were seven mags sitting there. Like, solid. <laughs> they work great when they work. When they, oh, when they work, they're yeah. fucking awesome. That's I love that saying. They work great when they work. Well, how often <laughs> do they work? Well, not often. <laughs> well, because we, my friend, my buddy has two of them. And in the beginning, yeah, they have a problem with the belt. But then he had a new machine this year, so he has two. And he had a blower on one and the plow on the other one. The one with the blower worked great and, and never broke. And I got to use that one. But, man, compared to the other sidewalk machine, I think that one is a beast by far. It's almost in a it, almost in a different category when it works. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, we, I will say compared to the SSV, like the mag is a better machine when it's working. As far as really? the attachments, I don't know if it, yeah, it, I don't know if it has to do with them being hydraulically driven or what. But like the blower, it like insane, like what it will go through, and then it's just the rate that it will keep up with snow, and then the broom as well. It, it's seriously not comparable, but like that means absolutely nothing. If the thing, I've never had an issue with an SSV. Like I literally have never had an issue with it, and we've had three of them. So, I mean, that's irrelevant if if it's not working by the end of the run. Did you get rid of the SSVs? You still have them. Still have one. Still have one. If I had the right price, I'll sell mine, and I buy it. Uh, and I buy an SR Mag. Yeah, Abel, I, you're I would not like listening. To... You, I thought you don't want shit to break. <laughs> no, I do. But, but dude, that that machine is. I, I, my buddy Chong, man, he has two, and every time there's a big storm, he's the one that he. I I get it from him when he's done. I do my my city sidewalk, which are like three feet high, and it goes through it because to change the SSV from a plow to the blower, that's a pain in the ass. Oh, yeah. And if that is yeah. the belt doesn't break on the blower. Really? Yeah, that's the other that's the other advantage the mag has is switching attachments. It's night and day compared to an SSV. Hmm. Interesting. But it is, I, it I'd is, like to try a mag. The problem is we have all we have all old infrastructure and 36 inch sidewalks are like the norm here. And the mag doesn't mm-hmm. have any attachments that fit on a 36 inch sidewalk. No, the right. SR mag has it. No, it doesn't. Their it their does. attachments are minimum forty something inches. They don't make an attachment. Well, I go up and down with the with the blower. The blowers, I think, forty. What is it? Forty two or forty eight? Forty eight. That's not going to fit on a thirty six inch sidewalk, is what I'm saying. I, I'd I'd like to I'd like to try it, but you know, the math just doesn't work you for can me. Fix, you can fix the grass <laughs> in the summer. Yeah. 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 I don't want to fix anything, Abel. (laughs) (laughs) You're the guy that likes fixing stuff. I don't want to break it in the first place. Oh, that's great. That's awesome. Uh, I don't know. I I guess guess maybe we're just so used to the SSVs changing attachments that we don't realize, you know, how easy it is to for some, you know, another brand. I don't know. I'll have to try. I'll have to try and check it out. But I mean, I, I, I'm obviously going to have to check the fittings, right? Because I don't want to, you know, lose my whole hydraulic reservoir on the floor of my trailer. You're going to need to check literally every bolt. And so you it. think it's a quality control issue? Then it's just a quality control, like a tightening and you know that kind of stuff. Try it up. Machines, yeah, I think, I think it's just uh, <clears throat> must be a quality control issue. I mean, yeah. Other than that, like we haven't had, and there's also. And both Anyone of yours had mag, issues. 
yeah, especially okay. with things being loo- loose on it. Interesting. Anyone with a mag also knows the amount of fault codes that these things throw, like just nonstop fault codes. But apparently oh. it doesn't, as long as the machine's running fine, the fault codes are irrelevant. <laughs> What's the engine on that? Uh, it's the Kohler. Oh, they got a Kohler. 20. No yeah. more Honda? No. The old Snow Raiders had Hondas. Those uh, those were bulletproof. For sure. What do you got, Jay? So, Dave and have you tried a Mammoth? <laughs> at, at this rate. I mean, no, like oh, what are you crazy? Oh, I, right. Actually, they're I would like, love to see that. You're in like Wisconsin. Giving, they're like giving them away. You're in Wisconsin. You should try one. You might as well give it a shot, huh? There's some crazy well, we deals. Did on that. We, we did try lose. that one two years ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you posted it. a video of that. Yeah. And you didn't you didn't tell me it was two years old. I'm like, are you out of your fucking mind? <laughs> <laughs> that was just the that was the mess with you. Didn't oh, I fucking shit. say like Steve, look what I bought? Yeah, no. I'm like, are you out of your mind? Have you not been listening? <laughs> oh my god. No, but I'm checking into the, the enclosed sidewalk machine. Yep. Like from, from Bermuda, it's an ATX five thirty, I think it is. Mm-hmm. It's forty two inches wide. And Bermuda. it's joystick. And it's enclosed, it's heated cap and everything. You can attach whatever you put on a mini skist here, you can attach it to this thing. And really? I think that's why yeah, I, it's, I think that's, that's like why the I small work. compact tree like articulating loaders, right, Abel? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah those and, are great. But man, I got the price I got Bobcat has one too. Mm-hmm. And price tags they are they run around maybe a two thousand dollar different. Yeah, but I don't and the Bob I, the Bobcat we hear keeps breaking the door off. It's very easy yeah, to break break the door off. I don't want to go Bobcat because Bobcat, the only dealer that is around me, they know that they are the only ones. And yeah. they can treat you however they want. You don't treat me good. I don't buy anything from you. I'm very a very cool. needy customer. You know, you don't, <laughs> I'm, I'm very needy, you know. Like, I don't can't know how to fix stuff, you know. That's how I am. I don't want to fix it, you know. But if I'm going to buy from you, you better be available for me. If you're not going to be available, if you're going to be my, give me my machine two weeks later, no, man, I'm not buying shit from you. So Vermeer, give, me a, Vermeer, give me an offer, you know, and I'll take it. But, man, they are pricey. They, you're talking about 50. They are. I think they are 52 grand. Just they're more than machine. a skid. Yeah, they're more than a skid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, you know, but I think with that machine, man, dude, you can do miles with that thing. With, I with want you to buy it. Abel, I want you to buy it just so I can see that thing painted heavily in red and black. You know, I, <laughs> you, I you know it. You know it's common. <laughs> yes, do it. Oh my god! They, I I, my guys ask me, they hate. Sometimes they hate it. Say, oh, why are we painting this red and black? I said, because it's my colors, and it's mm-hmm. mine. I bought it. Yep. Yep. You, you know, do whatever you like, want. You, yeah. Shit. Law enforcement. Oh, shit. That's it, baby. Red. Oh. Hey Steve, you've yes. got a bunch of those SSVs, right? How many do yep. you run of those? How many? Uh, we are at four now. You have any problems with those at all? Or we like, actually what's... just had our first issue in five years. We snapped a throttle cable in the cold, and that that's the first issue we've had. We just bought a cab unit from Ventrac and. Pretty much like it for the most part, but um, which I, one? Forty five hundred, forty five twenty, or whatever it is. I don't remember the tractor one. 
the yeah, center exactly. articulate the forty five twenty. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> and it works pretty good. Um, we put a Camion sprayer on the back of that one, but the guys don't like it. But I, for the first time, I ran a Snow Raider, and I don't. I just, I think we need something a little bit different. Let's just say. Mm-hmm. Then a so Snow just, Raider. Yeah, I didn't like the Mammoth. feel of it. It just feels yeah. a little. Uh, a little what? Mammoth. Mammoth. No. <laughs> no the, the, we had Snow Raiders before we went to. Um, we had the Boss Snow Raiders before we went to the SSVs. And they were little tanks. They were little tanks. They were not fast. They were they were limited in big storms because they could only they could only wind row so high. So the the more snow you were trying to push, the 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 narrower your sidewalk got because you you couldn't push eight inches straight ahead for too long. But those things never quit. And that Honda Power was was you know you couldn't beat it because nothing ever happened. Nothing ever went wrong with it. Do you is have a? Do you have a? I'm sorry. Do you have a V plow on your SSVs? We have V blades. We have snow blowers. We have brooms. That that yeah. those are the three attachments we run on each of them. So they have the ability to swap the uh, if they're if they're on site. We have we have ones in trailers and we have ones that we keep on site. And um, the ones on site have the attachments there with them that they can make the call if they need to switch out. But we don't really mm-hmm. want to swap out during a storm. It, it's it's not hard, but it's not something that, you know, like me with my big hands, I have a, I have a tougher time. My, my younger guys, my little guys, they have no problem getting their hand in there and, and then changing the belt on and off the pulley for different attack for the, if you're going from like a, a blade to a broom or a blade to a blower, but me with bigger hands, I have a tougher time, you know, getting in there. But as far as the, as far as what it can do, I, I haven't been able to stop the things yet. None of my guys have. They'll let you, they have a lot of power. I mean, they're 970 pounds without an attachment. That's a pretty heavy little unit. We, we like them. They, like I said, they've, we've had zero issues. The, the first issue we had the other day was a snap throttle cable. And I've done that with other things in the cold. So that could have happened to any, that's not really a brand thing that could happen to anybody. What, um, I what I was going to ask you. Oh, what do you end up running mostly for your implements on that? Like for the most part, if it's under four inches, we're not running anything but the brooms. The brooms will handle, you know, even heavy, wet stuff. The brooms will handle three, four inches, no problem. You have to go a little slower the more heavier, wet stuff you get. But, uh, you know, that it takes it down to bare pavement. You set that drop spreader on it at like two, and that's putting out plenty of, plenty of salt to keep that bare pavement, you know, up and looking good. Anything big? If it's going to be, if we know it's going to be eight inches plus, seven inches plus, whatever, you know, we'll either go to the V blades or we'll, you know, maybe depending on what site it is, we'll put the blowers on. But uh, yeah, I mean, the broom, we had that 16 inch monster and my one guy, John, he handles one whole complex with one SSV. He just ran racetracks for hours and hours while we were getting that three inches an hour. He never took the broom off. He just kept going with, with the broom and it was heavy and wet and it worked. It wasn't happy. You know, the broom, the, I don't know if I still have bristles on that broom because uh, he was having to put a little little bit of down pressure on it, but uh, it, it kept up with it. It did good. What's the SSV run with a couple of attachments typically-ish? Mm, I think. I said, right, I said right now they're around 32. Yeah, I think you're looking at, yeah, over like just over 30 with a couple of attachments. The salt spreader. All of them are that expensive too. Yeah, they're the all in the ballpark. 
Yeah, they're all in the same ballpark. But yeah, the SSV, I believe the the one we just got this year, I think was yeah, I think thirty between thirty and thirty two. But we get you know the second valve hydraulic, the eighteen, the twelve volt rather hookups, the warning lights, the scene lighting, front and rear. We set them up. You know, basically every option we can get on them. The drop spreaders, the they ain't cheap. The drop the drop spreader alone, I think, is fifty five hundred. You know, maybe six grand. Yeah, the, the, all the attachments are like the the broom is forty five hundred and change, maybe five. The snowblowers five and change. The V blade I think is twenty three hundred. The straight blades are like twelve hundred. They're you know a little more reasonable, but nothing in sidewalk is is cheap anymore. I don't know what a drop spreader is. You don't okay. <laughs> we do all liquid. I don't know. Well, the liquid. Okay, so for example, the, to do the liquid setup on the SSV, I think is two grand. Okay. To get the tank and the spray nozzles and stuff. A small tank. I think it's only ten gallons. I think, I think. ten gallons. Yeah, I think yeah. it's ten gallons. Yeah. What is yours? I, I think they're only pencil tips. If I'm if I'm correct, I don't think that you they have the ability to go to fan. I think it's pencil tip. I don't think they're our snow raiders are pencil tip too. They're not fan. They do. Yeah. Okay. No. Yeah. Pencil. He's, they do okay he was sleeping. He doesn't know. Those snow raider nozzles uh, will break. Those they're plastic still, right? I know the ones we had were plastic. They will break on you. But yeah. That's I like the SSVs. They've been good for us. They've been good to us. The Cowies, you can't beat a Cowie really, uh, as far as reliability. It ain't a, it ain't a Briggs and it ain't a Kohler, you know. Even though they're putting the Briggs in them now uh, with the newer ones, I like the Cowies. So I'm sticking. You know, I'll stick with those as long as I can. You might have a few 1585 for sale at the end of the season. So John Deere's. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Replacing that. All right. Anybody got anything else? Anybody want to plug anything or talk about anything? A bell. How's the coloring book business? You, you, you still got the coloring books for sale? Yeah, it's going. It's going. You know, I'm breaking out. Now I'm working on the summer one. The summer one is more intricated. You know, I have uh, more equipment to show off. I'm loving it. Dude. I had to do it just for the fact that the future of this industry is lacking. You know, I can only find, you know, for shovelers and things like that, you know, Mexicans that want to help and they even thank me for giving them work, you know, because some of the other guys say, Oh no, I don't, I'm not going to plow for you. Or I'm not going to do shoveling. If you don't pay me more than $30 an hour, I said, well, screw yourself then. <laughs> so with the coloring book, I like to, you know, I don't know, introduce something to the little kids that they can, I don't know, you know, get inspired. I don't know. Maybe something will click on them that, Oh, I would like to do this for a living. Yep. You know, how am I going to get this? That's all I'm doing. Well, my kids love it. My kids love the one I got from you at Equip. How am I going to get in your summer coloring book, Abel? I suppose I could do dust control in there, huh? Yeah, that would be sweet. <laughs> yeah, that would be you sweet. You'd have to work in the summer, Jeremy. No, it, you'd, have, you'd have to work in the summer to be able to get in the book. It works. It works. works. I'm on the road every day, man. He's on, he is on the road every day. I almost couldn't get him to come to, uh, to Sima this year. He's too busy. Dust control. No, no, but that coloring book is really, it's working out. You know, I don't, I where, try to where can people school. find it? People can find it on Amazon. You know, it's easy to find. You can find your uh, Lone Force winter coloring book and, and it'll be there. It's only $9.99. So that's a cup of coffee for most of us. Yeah. Oh, my kids loved it. My kids loved the one I got from, uh, at Equip from you. 
So I'm glad, you know, I'm glad we didn't have any, you know, product affiliation conflicts that we couldn't plug it for you. So, uh, yeah, everybody, uh, check out a Bell's coloring book there on Amazon law Force. Look for it. It's, uh, it's very good, good pictures and the, the kids love coloring it. It's, you know, not cartoonish. It's actually real machines that you can, you know, color in. So if you, it took if me you, six months you, to make that one. Yeah. If your kids love equipment, if, you know, if they love what daddy does with equipment and stuff, that's uh, it's definitely a lot of fun for them. So check it out, pick it up on Amazon. Anybody else got anything before we wrap this up? No, no. I mean, shout out to storm equipment, of course, VSI. Thanks. Yeah. Oh, oh, everybody. Yeah, there we go. Storm equipment. Storm equipment sweatshirt. All, all Steve on our run on Monday was there or Tuesday. Yeah. And Steve just in the Jordan real quick. Cause we just had a liquid question on drifting snow and those guys have made, I know they come on the podcast all the time, but they really are available like at any time, like Adam yeah. and Jordan both to answer questions. Yeah, Jason will tell you the same thing. They're like their customer service is not of this planet. Like it's, you know, they're incredible. For sure, everybody's got. I feel. uh, I feel bad. I'm not. I don't have anything storm around. Yeah, me either. I only have my own shit gear. (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh man, I love it. All right, shout out storm. What's that, Jay? Is Damon all liquid? I, I believe you are all liquid now, right, David? I'm like, I'm getting there. I I push out sometimes. I spread rock salt when I get nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm still trying to learn the different conditions. So, like, no, um, dude, I think that's smart. I mean, Jordan will tell you that right right away. Don't go completely liquid. You know, your first year. You know, keep it, it as a yeah. star. David, did it work out this good? It worked on Tuesday, and then once we got to, like, negative 25 on Saturday, I, we were just using salt. Okay. Did you tr- You didn't even try it with, like, an additive or something? No, I don't think I had enough additive to gotcha. – I only have, like, three toes of additive. and Okay. I just – it was more or less – yeah, after the week we had, I it's one of the things I just didn't want to mess with. Yeah, yeah, but, just – Hit, hit the easy button. Well, yeah, looking back, <laughs> yeah. I wish I would have just spiked it. And, you know, then I would have known, especially in those conditions. Like, I wanted sure. to get that experience. I just have my regret. But in the scheme of things, it was just not something that was on the top of my list. Yes, liquid sir. worked really, really well for us on that cold snap. I couldn't believe how well the liquid was working. We were running about 10% with those temperatures under zero. And, I mean, it was it was liquid instantaneously. I mean, liquid, we're, we're doing a little bit of salting because we're having some sprayer issues here with as many of them as we have. But the liquid was just burning fast and furious. It was great. Didn't Very know? cool. Nice. All right, boys. Anybody got anything else? We got to do a break, don't we? Yeah, actually, we got to do the commercials real quick. So we'll come back and we'll get some closing thoughts from the boys right after we hear from Plowright and Hilltip back in 45. Guys, if you followed the show lately, you've heard us mention the Plowright snow stakes. Well, now that I've tried them, I have to say I'm a huge fan. Installing traditional snow stakes is time-consuming, expensive, and if you're using fiberglass, just downright dangerous due to the splinters. That's where the Plowright marking stake system comes in. Their patented installation tool can install up to 450 stakes per hour. The stakes are made of hollow polypropylene, which will not crack, break, or splinter. They have three different size options from 26 to 46 inches. 
come in five standard colors, orange, green, blue, red, and hot pink. Best of all, everything is 100% made in the USA. Log on to plow-right.com and order yours today. Be sure to use the promo code SNOWJOBS at checkout to save 10% off your order. Make your business more profitable with Hilltip spreaders and sprayers equipped with our H-Track two-way GPRS tracking and control system. To learn more, visit www.hilltipna.com. Take on winter's worst with the world's best, Hilltip. All right, we're back. All right, now, oh, the one thing I did have, anybody have any brand new stuff that worked exceptionally well beyond your expectations? Any brand new equipment that worked really well, real quick? No? No? no. I like my salt dog. I know that David you like what? My... Salt dog? Yeah, I, I love mine. All right. I never had a problem with them, uh, except for the last storm, that, you know, it froze because just for the fact that the temperatures dropped so quick and and it was exposed. But other than that, I can, man, I had three of them and my buddy has another three. And because I know if one of mine goes bad, I can use one of his. Yep. But but no, man, we, ne- we never had a problem with them at well, all. We say that all the time. I mean, if you have a brand that works for you, then, you know, basically screw everybody else. That, you know, find what works for you. If it hasn't failed, you keep going. I like it. Well, anybody else? Anybody else got anything uh, new equipment that worked really well? We're digging our 3520. Oh, go ahead, Jay. We're uh, we're digging our 321s. We're up to four of those. We're uh, putting those. Uh, we're putting 1030 16 metal pluses on them, and they are just insanely efficient. Cool. You got Nokians on those? Nokians. <laughs> yeah, Nokians. <laughs> Jordan actually turned me on. I can't remember what brand it is. Actually, a guy up by. Um, I'd have to double check. I'm not sure, but we've been using those. And I mean, this is our first year with them, but we put them on, I think four machines and they're doing really well. Nice. Very cool. Find out what brands we can tell people about them. If they're cheaper than Nokians. Double coin. Yeah. No problem. Probably. Yeah. I I would think Alliance probably, I think Jordan puts Alliance on, uh, on loaders up there on their minis. It's it's whatever he told me about, but yeah, I'll double check it. Cool. What about you, David? Yeah. I was going to say our, our 4520 is not brand new, but that thing with the snowblower on this last event really saved us. I mean, the city walks with the plows rolling up and over, oh, yeah. and like two feet to deal with. I mean, that thing was just just staring at it in amazement. Dude, I have to use this yeah. SR mag. Boss is going to have to send a demo. I'm going to have to use this SR mag blower that you say is so incredible because I have not seen any blower that will hold a candle to a vent track blower. Those things are fucking oh, this, amazing. Yeah. Yeah, this one will, I'm telling you right now. What, the mag will? will? We, yeah, we were doing really? straight condo driveways with it with 12 and a half inches of snow on it Friday night. Just yeah, because so? the skid loaders are so tied up. It's no, supposed like, to do that. It's a blower. <laughs> the Ventrac blower will do that too. Oh, All right. I'm just Probably saying. faster. <laughs> I've ran them both, and I'm, I'm letting you know. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Right no, there. that's good. Hey, listen, it's good to know. Like, we want to get it out there when guys have products that are good. You know, it's good to get both sides and all the good feedback. So, I just looked it up. It is Galaxy. We've got oh, some Galaxy. Okay. And yep. some Lions, both. Depends on the size, it looks like, what we're yep. trying to get them. So, yeah. So, we ran them both. Uh, much cheaper than the Nokians. And yes. they recommend it from Jordan. So, obviously, no bullshit there. Yeah, I think what I think that's what Robert, right? Jay R D 
put on his. I think he got. Yeah, I think he got alliances that are Galaxy, same company. Oh, all right, cool. All right, boys. Anybody got anything else? Just all joking. Thanks for having us on. No problem. What, David? What you got? I I think we're all like what Jeremy said is like we're all gonna have these storms that we're talking about. Yep. And like in the moment, it like you'll never want to quit more. You're gonna second guess everything when you get these durations. You get tested like mentally to a point where you never thought you would have to like tap into. And just yep. finishing and getting through it, like Jeremy said, is the key because when you get to get done with it, it is something to actually be proud of. Even mm-hmm. though we sit here and talk about the things we we didn't do that we wanted to do, like getting and just handling something like that is something to be proud of. And you look around and we've gotten calls where it's like our, our guys didn't even show up. Like they said, like, fuck it. Like I am done. Like I cannot do this. Mm-hmm. So like just getting through it and finishing it, even though we have these small little things, the bell breaks half his shit. Those guys have seven skids gelled up and I'm sitting here running around trying to get to these accounts. At the end of the day, we got it done. And, you know, most people are reasonable and, and know like, there's other people that literally just did not get the job done. Oh shit. Yeah. No, there were a ton of failures around here after the big storm. I think you, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I, you know, just keep literally keep going till the white stuff is not on the black stuff anymore. That's all it is. It's a game. Just keep going until it's not there. Yeah. So, all right. We, cool. we, we played, we played the game all last year of either pushing or hauling or, Oh God! You guys were getting your balls beat in. I got you know guys are, you know, not complaining, but you know they are shot. But you know you got to like you said earlier. Some I don't remember who David said or Abel. You just got to be a cheerleader. Tell them yeah. they are. I mean they are. They're they're fucking kicking ass for you. So you're not you're not trying to blow smoke up their ass, but you're trying to, you know, make them feel good about themselves and what they're doing because they are doing good work for you and you need them. So, oh, your guys and, are awesome. And let them take a nap because I left mine. So, yeah. do if you feel that tired, take a nap. I don't want yep. you to be taking the your skis here and running to a cop, you know, yep. or stores and things like that. Yep. So, you know, yeah. take it easy. You know, take a nap. Take a nap yep. because you know you don't want to damage anything else. You know. Well, I I have no problem, my guys. If they're not tired, they want to stay yeah. on work. They take a little snooze. They just need a little little break once in a while. And if they are taking a nap, I will always come by and take a picture of them just so I got it. So yeah. Well, I mean, last year, to be fair, last year you guys were pushing like an average every 48 to 72 hours for four months. I mean, it was it was ridiculous how many times you guys were out either pushing or hauling. So, I mean, it, it's it's expected that the guys are going to get tired, get beat up. And it's nice that Mother Nature's giving you this year off to recover. You know, everybody. <laughs> I'll nice. give Jeremy credit there, too, because... And that's another thing you don't take into account is we got that amount of snow and our sites are not, usually our winters are pretty warm and the shit just melts off in a week. Yeah. But it's with like, we literally got half of our seasonal average in four days and then temps drop to the negatives. So we've been relocating snow, hauling snow like all week. So I literally feel like Jeremy and the thing is, it's like, I don't want to. Like, I know how much we make doing it, but, like, you just want to fucking sleep. Yeah. And it's you just like not stop. even worth it. So that's it. The I'll hauling give Jeremy and, credit there. The hauling and stuff, that's the easy stuff. That's The guys love they, – they, I'm they not saying it's not easy. It's just no, the I know, fact that you've that, been up for the, the last week and now you got to go haul snow around. Yeah, 
yeah, I get it. Yeah. What we need to do now is get focused and stop pointing fingers. You're a problem. You're a real, a problem. real problem. I'm always a problem. <laughs> Shit. All right, boys. Anybody got anything else? No. That's All right. All right, let's do it. Let's let David get to his uh, Packer game. Are they winning or losing right now? I see it on in the background. They're winning. Uh, winning so far. Oh, all right. That won't last. So, all right. Well, let's just <laughs> let's just do it. I want to thank the boys for coming on tonight. I'm glad we got a bell on here first time. Uh, we're definitely going to have to get you back for your own episode there for Law Enforcement. What do you think, bud? Sweet. I love it. Oh, can I get one? Oh, shit, people. I'm looking forward for it. <laughs> Love it. All right. Make sure you uh, make sure you guys check out uh, SVE, Law Enforcement and Elements, Lawn and Snow on Instagram. See what great operations they have going on there. You know, best of luck to all of you guys for the rest of this winter. Be safe out there. Jeremy, you got anything else, brother? Nope. Keep pushing. All right. There he goes. So uh, I'm going to leave it to him then. He no, said <laughs> I got to start pushing at some point. There you go. You start pushing. All right. So let's say Fargo start pushing and not everybody else. Be Keep safe up. out there. That's it for episode 51. We will see you next week, hopefully with more of a voice and less of a cough. Everybody out there, keep pushing. Keep pushing.